This is the Fantasy Road Show. Welcome in to another episode of the Fantasy Road Show. We are your hosts. You can call me Truck. I'm joined as always by Shane O'Mac and Calls over there. You can find us on Twitter at Fantasy underscore Trucker, at S McCormick underscore FF, at Calls underscore Sports. While you're at it, follow the show at Fantasy Road Show. Do yourself a favor. Check us out on Twitter. Ask us questions throughout the week. We You got questions questions we got answers hit us up anytime this episode is brought to you by rule one proteins go to www.rule1proteins.com enter promo code roadies 40 at checkout for 40 percent off that's roadies 40 40 percent off boys we are here week 13 fantasy playoffs are right around the corner we got some serious red light green light to talk about today how you doing shane doing doing well we got six teams on a bye this week oh what are the six teams? Do you know off the top of your head? We got I know Bears and Vikings. Bills. 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 Ravens. Ravens. Who are the uh, other two? Bear. Yeah, you were sorry you said Bears. Uh who else? Who um we should know this, but <laughs> I, I, I I'm asking Giants. genuinely. Giants. Giants. Yeah. Um and Jets. Raiders. Giants and Raiders. Raiders Giants yeah. and Raiders. Cool. Right. So we got those six. We got through it. We got through it. Um, yeah. So a lot of uh, big uh, fantasy players are out this week. You guys need you guys need uh, answers for who you're going to start, who you, who we like this week, who we don't like this week. So we're going to get on to that. Um, let's talk about some news. Aaron Rodgers activated uh, the 21 day practice window, which is absolutely insane. Looks like he's going to be practicing soon, but uh, something to keep an eye out for. Any other news that you guys saw come through the? Uh, you know, through the wavelengths. Well, Jonathan Taylor, obviously, with his thumbs. Yeah. Out Zach Moss, weeks. welcome back. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for that. I am definitely excited for that. Cole's got anything? Yeah. Um, no, but shout out to B Cork. I was doing some thinking about my mustache, and I think it's a little too long this way. So I might I see a lot of people that have shorter mustaches, and it looks yeah. A little normal. This is like pretty big. Yeah, you got some hang time on that. What do you think, Shana Max? Should I try to trim it? Like, (laughs) I I know. I think it's more unique that way. I think you keep it. If you're keeping it, you. I think you keep it that way. Really, you don't think I take a little side, a little of the the length off? No, no. You you're the trendsetter. You don't follow the trend. You set. The I know, trend. I know, I know. But like, I just I didn't like know that. If it was completely ridiculous or not. <laughs> well, it is. It is completely ridiculous, but it suits you. It fits. That's so. the beauty of it. Yes. Is yeah. it ridiculous? Yeah. At least decent, like in a good way. Yes, it's ridiculous yeah. in a good way. Okay. Perfect right. way to put it. So, um, but yes, uh, we are live here, or we're not live, but um, you can find us at YouTube.com/slash/SportsEthos. Uh, that is where the video lives for all of you the, uh, podcast listeners out there. Um, all right. Well, we got anything else going on? You guys want to jump right into it? Yeah. Speak of, shout out to Rule One Protein. It's been uh, um, nice. today was a big day in the in the in my workout journey. I squatted three fifteen three plates for Ooh. the first time for, for the first time ever. First time. There you go. So Rule Rule One paying off, baby. Go get your subs. Yeah. Absolutely. They got some delicious, <clears throat> delicious stuff going on over there. I can't wait to. Uh, yeah, I got um, I got uh, their essential amino. So had a good workout. And now I'm this, you know, this is what I told you. I drink for recovery and hydration. So mm-hmm. 
it's, it's clearly working. Um, but yeah, anyways, um, that was that was noteworthy. It was very exciting when it happened. I haven't like <laughs> smiled and had like uh, it was it was very it felt very good. Okay, nice. I am currently two days strong in the gym, two days in a row. I'm going back today for my third day in a row. Nice. So uh, getting after it over here. That's outstanding. Um, it's easy when I'm in a hotel and I have literally nothing else to do. So yeah, the gym over right half there. the battle is getting back into routine. Yes, yep. absolutely. Literally. So I'm I'm starting starting off hot this week. Uh, a couple days in a row, I'm feeling good. So that could be an off season thing. Uh, off, well, once we get done with the season and we're going to do the power rankings of the the protein flavors, we're gonna maybe with with our partnership with Rule One, we'll. We'll get some. We'll get some fit roadies going. We can get B Cork. Get, figure out what B Cork's, what what his fitness routine currently is. Just yeah, elevate things a little bit. It's off season. We're not in the lab, you know, finding winners as much anymore. Let's let's get let's get let's get healthy and and ready. Get the brain waves firing for the next season. Right. I love it. Yep. I love it. Yep. All right. Um, well, without further ado, you guys ready? <laughs> We're starting quarterbacks, red light quarterbacks, guys. We do not like this week. Shane, why don't you go ahead and kick it off for us? You not like this week. Uh, so the first guy I'm going with is so guy who's been top ten last two weeks in a row, but it's Jordan Love. Um, he's at home, but I do not like him in this matchup against this Chiefs defense. That you know they only give up 176 yards passing a game. I think they give up like the fourth or fifth fewest fantasy points to quarterbacks. Um, I just think this is a letdown game for him. The Chiefs are – we've we've said – we've talked about this numerous times. This is just – we've got to start treating the Chiefs as one of those defense that really matters in matchups. Yeah, absolutely. I have Jordan Love on my list as well. And it's, it's hard because he's been hot lately. You know, last couple of weeks he's been – um, looking like a really good quarterback, but you're right. Kansas City is really good. Last week, they did have kind of a bad game defensively. AOC, Aiden O'Connell put up almost 250 yards, but he was still the quarterback 17. So you're right. Kansas City's defense is really, really good. Um, prior to AOC, they held uh, Jalen Hurts to under 150 yards, Tua to under 200 yards and a touchdown. Like they've been, they've been really good. So yeah, I, I agree with you. I don't like Jordan Love this week. Calls, do you agree? Do we have our first unanimous? No. no. Okay. All right. Well, what do you got, Calls? Um, I got Matt Stafford. Browns matchup. Uh, I think we're gonna see what happens with Garrett Will uh Miles Garrett's shoulder. That's definitely a concern, but he's I mean, he's an absolute beast. He's gonna play through it regardless. But I just still think that defense is good. Seven and four at Rams. Um, it just seems like a good spot for uh, as as Truck likes to say, a little bounce back spot there for the uh, Browns against you know this is a very beatable team coming off a good win, but um, low scoring game and typically that would favor the Browns in that game. Uh, you know, Rams want to get out there and score some points. I don't know they're going to be able to do that. So can the defense hold up in a close game? I don't know. I, I think the Browns win this game and and it's the defense. It's the defense that does it. Yeah, yeah, I can get behind that. Seems like if the Rams are going to score points, it's going to be with uh, good old Kyron, you know? Yeah. Even then, like, it's just a tough team to run on, too, you know? Yep. So, yeah. So, I, I don't know. Bad matchup for the Rams. That 
we've been talking it on almost every episode. Like Brown's defense is one of those teams that you got to take a deep look at all these fantasy, um, you know, fantasy players going against them. So yeah, that's mine. absolutely. Um, all right, Shane, what else you got? Who's your second guy of the week? Uh, so another guy who's got consecutive top 10 quarterback finishes and it's Kyler Murray um, going against the Steelers. I just think, um steve the pittsburgh plays different when they're at home um when i was looking up they've held their opponents to an average of like 14 points a game at home i don't see that arizona team scoring more than that so may i think you max get one touchdown either a rushing or a passing one from murray this week and it's a very low scoring game for him and that team yeah, I mean, I can understand that. The only thing that I have pushback on is uh, Pittsburgh's allowing the ninth most passing yards per game. So they are in bottom 10 for allowing passing yards. So Kyler, also, although doesn't really do it much in the air, he gets it all done on the ground, mm-hmm. rushing touchdown in each the of the three weeks. Yeah, I, I also have Kyler, and the punchback I'll say to you, Ryan, is um, the difference between their their defense – giving up passing yardage has completely shifted from when Porter has shadowed. Again, this is one of those stats I read that I didn't bring with me, but um, after like week, I don't know, four or six, what somewhere in that range, Porter started shadowing the best receiver and their defense has completely changed. He's given up whatever it's a significant amount less yardage through the air so that shift in the defense has made a huge impact um and like you just mentioned like kyler's not that's not his strong suit like i've just i've always actually said that about kyler is like yeah. he doesn't have a 15 and out ball and that's what that's basically what i that's my like barometer for is this and is this guy an nfl quarterback with his arm can you throw a 15 and out? That's a difficult, takes a lot of strength, a tough throw to make. Kyler's one of those guys that like, ah, I don't think he really has that, right? Yeah. Um, so I don't know. I, I, I agree with Shane. I, I have Kyler. This is a tough matchup. Um, he's not going to have a lot of time to throw either. And, you know, he's quick and can get out of the pocket and make plays happen that way. But like you said, a lot of times that's with his feet. Um, I don't know. I don't like the matchup, Ryan hates the Steelers. So that's where all of his negativity towards this pick is coming from. Yeah, He's, no, I, I, I think you have, you, don't you have a therapy session soon to talk about Steelers and well, we'll talk uh, about that later. DeAndre we'll, Swift. We'll talk about that later. Okay. <laughs> yeah, okay. we'll, we'll talk about that later. Um, but when you have the, Swift as your red light running back, <laughs> uh, maybe, I don't know. Maybe we'll talk about that later. Okay. Um, my quarterback, my other quarterback that I don't like this week is Jared Goff. He's currently ranked as the uh, top, quarterback 12 this week. And um, he's got six turnovers in the last two games. Mm-hmm. It's at the Saints. Tough barn to play in, in the Superdome. Uh, he's finished outside the top ten in four out of the last five games. And the Saints are allowing the eighth fewest fantasy points per game to quarterbacks and the seventh fewest uh, passing yards. So I, I do not like Jared Goff this week uh, coming off two bad games. I don't think he bounces back this week. Um, I think that when we get – Fantasy Roadshow trucker hats made. We're going to have PPR standard on one for you, but also tough barn to play in. <laughs> I love I like when it. you say that. It's a, I love when you refer to it as a barn. I think it's hilarious. Um, I like it. I, I like that pick. I think it's going to be a weird game. I think 
Saints are just not good. Are, are we going to? Yeah. Uh, so it's a bounce back spot for the Lions. Get right game. Ryan likes saying that as well. Um, does not set up well for the Saints. They would have felt a lot better going into this matchup with, you know, Lions off a couple big divisional wins. Um, not as hungry of a team that needs to make a statement. This is not going to be a good game for the Saints, who's slip letting this season slip away. If I, I mean, you know, two and two at home, Superdome. That's usually where maybe they'll have two lo- losses all season. Yeah, uh, but the, you know, they're also home. without the Saints are without um, Michael Thomas. They're without Rashid yeah. Shahid, and they're likely without Chris Olave. Yeah. You know, yeah, it's so like, it's going to be Kamara. I didn't realize Alave as well now. It was that concussion. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Concussion we talked about, we it's talked unlikely about he plays. We talked about that, how Moore said he has a 33% chance of playing. Um, yeah, it's tough. Um, I agree. I, I, I feel less confident about picking up Carr and starting him because I have Josh Allen. Oh, Coles, I think you misunderstood. I, I am not redlighting. Derek Carr, although he is a red light, I'm redlining golf. golf. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I hear that wrong. Yeah. Okay. I, no, it's I, okay. I, I just, um, the Saints defense is still really good, although I do like Detroit to win the game. I just, Lattimore's been out though, play. hasn't he? Is he, he's on, the, he's on the IR. Yeah. So that's a concern for me, for sure. Um, I think, I, I think this is going to be a, a Lions domination game i don't i don't you could be right by saying like that a lot of that comes through the ground um however in order for them to win this game convincingly i think golf is gonna have to probably bounce back so i think i would probably disagree but just to get engaged would you start golf or or love Uh, i would start golf oh ryan Never mind. Sorry. Are you asking me or Colt? Yeah, you said sure. you got them both on. Yeah, the red since list. I got them both on the red light list, I would probably go with Goff since I think they're the better team. Yeah. Uh, and it's the uh, the the Chiefs to me, the Chiefs defense is better than the Saints, so mm-hmm. I would go with the better team and the better matchup in comparison. Yeah. Okay. But I still don't. I I don't think they win convincingly. I think Goff is a tough time. I have this is our first disagreement. I have golf on my green list. Ooh, <laughs> okay, go. talk to me. I, I just said it. I think it's a they they Lions have to like this is a game where they have to punch back. Um Saints are soft team, Lattimore's out. Um I didn't know he was on IR. How long has it been? I, I thought it's been a couple of weeks, right? Two two weeks. Two, weeks, yeah, two yeah. weeks. So, you know, he's still he's still out for another two weeks. Saints are out kind of in like desperation win mode as well. Um, however, this game, I think opened at a field goal and it's already four. So, you know, sharp money's going on the lions. They like them to bounce back more so than the saints, which I just think they're a better team. So I agree with that sentiment. Yep. All right. Shane, what do you got? Uh, those are my two. I've, I've got Murray and love. Oh, okay. Uh, Coles, did you have any other red lights before you jumped into the Stafford Kyler? I'm good. And then I had okay. golf at green light. So you guys fire off some green light quarterbacks. All right, cool. Uh, well, my first green light quarterback, uh, someone ranked inside the top 10, but I think they have a massive week this week, Brock Purdy. Uh, I talk about him a lot over the last couple of weeks, but uh, Philly is allowing a lot of passing yards per game. Uh, Josh Allen just went nuclear on that defense uh, as of recently, but I think Brock Purdy has had this game scheduled, well, the entire 
49ers have had this game circled since uh, they lost the NFC Championship last year. And uh, Purdy has a statement to make in this game because he felt like he would have won that game last year. So I like Brock Purdy this week against Philly. Uh, the game of the week, in my opinion, that 49ers-Eagles team, that 49ers-Eagles game is going to be insane. Just got flexed to prime time. Hell yes. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Oh, come <laughs> on, dude. Don't do that to me. I would have been so pumped for that. But uh, unfortunately, yeah, you're right. That's uh, That should be prime time. Let's but. make it a trifecta. Come on. Is what? it? You got Purdy. You got no. Purdy also. Oh, no, okay. no, green light Purdy. No, I don't. Uh, Shane, you're in agreement though. You like Purdy this week? Yeah, it's a smash spot for him. I yeah. mean, it's he before last week when he didn't need to do anything against the Seahawks. I mean, he had back to back three touchdown games. That is how you attack and beat the Eagles is through the air. You, I mean, obviously McCaffrey's going to get his, but that's how you can beat them. They are not good on the back end. Yeah. I, I, I want to be as least in, as least invested in this game as possible, um, because I, I just want to watch it. Like, I just I don't know how I I don't know how you could go against Hertz at home as a field goal dog. Um, so. Do I think they're going to win the game? I think it's a bad spot for the Eagles. They're due for a loss. So I do think that the Niners win and probably cover that, to be honest. But like Hertz has lost two games in Philly his entire career. You're getting a field, I know. You're getting a yeah. field goal. Like I I'd, wouldn't I be able to get myself to say, yes, I think the Niners win by more than a field goal. I just can't do that. But um, I don't. I'm gonna try to stay away from this game as much as possible. From red greens. From I obviously have guys, and I'm starting them regardless. Uh, most of those players on these two teams, you start regardless. Oh, of course, um, yeah, they're locked you know, and loaded. That's just the type of offenses they are. But I want to sit back and enjoy, and just you know, um, really just enjoy this football game. You saw it last week with the Eagles Bills. That was the best game. Have you guys seen a better game this year of football, pro or college? Like, no, that was great. Yeah, so that's kind of what I'm expecting from this game. Um, but I agree with Ryan. Like, this game is scheduled. This game has been circled. Um, they're healthy and looking incredible, and they have some. You know, this is a big win for them for getting that number one seed. Um, if the Eagles win this game, one one seed goes to the Eagles. That's you know done but you know they're a, they're a championship team they understand that as well so we'll see it's going to be a heavyweight bout it's going to be outstanding but no i am not going to green light purdy i just want to be hands off okay understandable started in one league though how about that how the how the tides have turned i go from saying he's not going to be the starting quarterback uh to he's not going to be the starting quarterback all year to he's on one of my fantasy teams. <laughs> <laughs> Funny how the turntables. Uh, all right, Coles, what else you got for green lights? Turntables. Um, I don't, I, I mean, I, Dak is too easy for me to say, but oh, I, ha I, ha I have to say Dak because at this point he's done nothing but great things since I've traded for him. So like, I just have to say Dak. That's like me not choosing tight ends. I feel like I am required Dak on my green light quarterback <laughs> list until 
it's like a superstition thing. And I think Shane is more than happy to see me do it because that means his Cowboys are winning football games. Yeah. You just yeah. got I love Dak. <laughs> yeah. I love Dak. I, I love, love Dak that. more than I love Lamp. I yeah, love Dak. Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, yeah that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> I have a, um, I have a guy very similar in that range. Uh, I It's Tua. I mean, he's the quarterback three uh, ranking going into this week, going against Washington. It's a smash play. I don't want to talk too much about it because it's very obvious of a play for Tua going against the Washington team. But one guy uh, I do want to talk about is on the other side of the ball. It's Sam Howell. Sammy. Sam Howell. Huh? Sammy. Sammy Howell. Um, he is on – he is on my green light list, and uh, he is ranked as the quarterback nine just inside the top ten for this week going against Miami, and uh, he's the quarterback six on the season. He has ten – or I'm Unreal. sorry, five, five games in a row he's been a top ten quarterback mm-hmm. the last five games straight. He put up 300 yards against the Dallas Cowboys last week, and they're averaging um, the second fewest yards per game. Like, and he was able to do that. So, uh, the Dolphins are allowing the fifth most fantasy points to quarterbacks. I think Sam Howell doesn't win the game, but he just does what he does every week. And he, that's a top 10 quarterback. So, um, yeah, lock him in as a top 10 guy for me. I love yep. that. Um, I've got Hal also. So, uh, he was like, oh, Shane. Yeah, he was my green light guy. I mean, you just, anytime you're going to get, 45, 50 pass attempts, which I could see him over 50 this week. Easily. Uh, you're you're going to have a great day. Like, uh, you know, he's he didn't throw for a touchdown last week against Dallas, but he was still QB 10. Like Sam Howe will be a higher ranked or finisher finishing quarterback this week than Justin Herbert. Guaranteed. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. That makes a lot of sense to me. Um. <clears throat> I'm just going to go ahead. Boom shakalaka. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I love this. I, I love them sticking with the Dolphins as well. I think at home it's going to be a little bit closer game than um, than the, the spread suggests. It's nine and a half right now. Um, you know, if that gets up to 10, I, I in, in the commanders are down by 17 late in the game. Like you can still be confident that, you know, Dolphins defense – takes the brakes off a little bit and Howell and Bienemy just marched on the field and score. I just think that I, I, there's so many points. Um, Commander's offense is good. We've seen it, you know, have these shootouts with some of the better teams in the league. So I think, uh, I, I, I think I, I like this spot for Howell for sure. Um, I also do want to back up my green light pick from before, because I think I could have done that a lot better. Here we go. Dak. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. Uh, Dak Prescott. Uh, so yep. we can go ahead and edit that, right? No, I'm kidding. Uh, no, I'll leave that. <laughs> okay. um, all right. Are we all good on green light quarterbacks then? For sure. Yep. Okay. Boom. Here we go. Let's, let's jump over to red light running backs. Coles, why don't you do us the honor and kick it off? Um, I'm going to. Pass it on over. Pass to it on. Pass it on to Shane O'Mac. Okay. Right, I am going with the guy who is RB5 this year. So he is the fifth bank ranked running back this year. Shockingly enough, when I saw this, I couldn't believe it, but it's Brian Robinson. Wow. And oh my this God, is man. like all about like game script for me, you know, like a couple things. So like Take Miami, they're only allowing like 50 yards of rushing a game, but look, 
now that Antonio Gibson's back, like there, the Dolphins are going to be up in the second half by double digits. That's going to tilt to more Antonio Gibson now that he's healthy and he been in the game and Robinson's going to be out. Last week when when Gibson was back, like uh, Robinson's receptions and his targets took a massive hit um, compared to what he was getting when Gibson was out. So this is more a Gibson week than a Robinson week, I think. Yeah, I like that. Uh, I do. I, I went like this because I wanted to just eat that L. I am. <laughs> I am. Yeah, that is probably one of my biggest swings and misses of this year was Brian Robinson. Um, oh, I was but, in the same boat with you. Yeah, we were both. We were both just talking trash about. I still Brian don't Robinson think he's good. He's, he's, no. he's RB five, and I still don't think he's good. So yeah. Is that some bias? Probably, but also like he just he's not a guy that has top five skill set. Um, no. Yeah. So whatever. Um, yep. Like I don't know what his stats are, but I feel like he would be under like four yards per carry rushing. I, you know, I don't think he's been that great even. No, he has a lot of uh, a lot of boom and bust games. You know what I mean? Like he has some very explosive games. Uh, he had a couple games uh, very active in the passing game, but yeah, I, I just I still still not jumping on that bandwagon. Um, all right, uh, let's see. Um, my turn then. Uh, I will go with Joe Mixon. Joe Mixon is currently ranked the RB twenty for the week taking on Jacksonville. Uh, it's in Jacksonville. He finished outside the top 20 in two of his last three games. Uh, first game with Browning was awful, just terrible. Uh, 16 yards on the ground. He was the RB 36. Uh, Jacksonville is allowing the fourth fewest rushing yards per game. And I just don't think with Browning at the helm, uh, this Bengals offense is going to be able to do much against Jacksonville. And Mixon has a game similar last week in that 30 range. Yeah, um, I think it's a bad spot. You hear me talk about spots all the time. I think this is a bad spot for the Bengals. Like, do they just know they're a dead team? They have to. Yeah. They have to. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the I Jags agree. are hot right now. Yeah. Jags are hot. They and, and Jags are hot, and they, like, came off of a game that they won, but I don't know that they're, like, very excited about the way they played. So yeah. at home uh, in front of the entire nation, Monday night football, I think they come out mm-hmm. and just dominate this game. So uh, yep. I love Jacksonville in this spot here, but um, so I, I love it. I agree with you. Um, Beautiful. I have, I, I got James Connor. I don't even know. Are, are people starting him right now? No. Uh, yeah. He's uh he's, oh, top yeah. 20, he's 24 top 24 ranked running back. Yeah. Okay. So he's RB2. back. He's back to being top 24. I, I like we talked about this game earlier. I just don't like the spot for the Cardinals. I think it's, uh, you know, um, they're coming off two losses, got their ass kicked by the Rams and the Texans. You, you can say what you want about those teams. They're probably both not playoff teams. Um, you know, definitely both have some bright spots in them, but. You know what I'm trying to say there. Um, so it, it's just uh, Steelers at home. We talked about their defense. That's kind of what I'm pointing towards more. Yeah. yeah. And I just don't know, like, so you guys know more than me about 
uh, Connor, I'm sure I don't have him in any leagues. He's one of those guys that I've never really touched. Um, I can't imagine he, is he getting a full workload? Like his workload probably is not great either yet. Um, oh, he's, as he's dominating him the back up. No, he's dominating the touches in the backfield, like 16 touches to two. The next guy um, has like two to three carries. So um, he's getting all the touches, but he seems to be touchdown dependent right now, averaging like 60 yards in the last couple games. So and he had not six involved. carries last game. Is that game script? Yes. Yeah. That was yeah. a, some of that was game script, but they did in that game. They uh, and I had totally forgotten about this pickup. They did work in Michael Carter Jr. more into that game. You're right. I forgot they yeah. they signed him. Yeah. Yeah, so. so that worries me as well. Um, not only is it going to be – they've got Carter for a reason. Um, I think it's more – any way you want to look at it, I have him as a red light. There's multiple yeah. things I can point towards at this point. Yeah, no, it makes sense. I can get on board with that. Yeah. Um, all right, guys. I want to introduce you to uh, the truck therapy session. Okay, oh. therapy session. Uh, and this continues with my hatred for DeAndre Swift. And oh, I'm not sure gosh. why, where it stems from. I don't know. I know. I really don't. But um, this week, especially, I don't like him. He's ranked inside the top 15 going into this week. Uh, he's our RB14 and um, taking on San Francisco. I know culture said you don't want to touch this game. Well, I'm willing to uh, green light and red light players from this game. And one of them is going to be uh, DeAndre Swift. Finished outside the top 20 in three of the last five games. In that game span, uh, he's only had two touchdowns. San Francisco is a juggernaut right now on defense, allowing the ninth fewest rushing or ninth fewest fantasy points to running backs and the second fewest rushing yards per game. This is going to be a tough matchup for DeAndre, but, um, you know, he's a. Uh, the guy's a uh, the guy's a good running back, so it's it's hard to red light him. But I just I don't like him this week. I did say a, yeah. I, sorry, go ahead, Shane. Do you, I was just gonna say, do you have a couch back there behind yeah, you? I don't. No, room? no, oh, I, it's okay. just a bed. Just uh, a bed. I, I I so I did say that I didn't want to touch this game, but I didn't say that I wouldn't touch myself to this game. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, Well, all right. So let's do a little bit of discovery in this therapy session. Um, Can I ask you some questions? Go right ahead. All right. Go like Shane said, lay on that couch back. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever drafted DeAndre Swift in the past? Uh, maybe once or twice in the league, but not not heavily where I was burned by him at all. You don't feel any burns? Did he get injured that season you drafted him? Was he a high draft pick, high in rounds, maybe one of the first three rounds? Yeah, and Coles, what team did he play for before the Eagles? Was it a rival of the – Oh, uh, that's right, a rival of the Bears. Yeah, the that's Bears, right. So- so yeah. you, it took a little bit. Uh, it took a little bit for you to draft him. You're like, you know what? This is a lion, but I think he's gonna have a really good year. So maybe you had a stronger stance on on DeAndre Swift one season. Maybe he had got injured. Um, so all right, I just I'm just taking notes here on my my notebook. But um, we'll get into some more. You know, some, we'll dig a little deeper next next session. Yeah, the t- time, I, is up. time is up. Thank you. Thank you for thank you for opening up to. Shana Mack and I, and um, it's really brave of you to do that. Yep. So, I, I figured, I figured it was time. So, um, all right, Shane, what do you got for this week? Uh, what else? Who? Which other running backs do you not like? 
So I am going with the guy that's ranked two spots ahead of James Conner, and that is Zach Sharba. No, this week. Ooh, I like what you did there, Shane. So I think I feel like with six teams on a bye, there's going to be a lot of people starting him because listen, like when you get a running back that's get double digit uh, touches, you know you're going to be starting him with six teams on a bye. But man. This Cowboys defense at home is just a different beast. Like they only allow 14 points a game at home this year. They're allowing like the fifth fewest points to running backs um, this year. And I just don't feel like this is a game. This could be another one of those games where Dallas gets up and Seattle's abandoning the run in the second half. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of Dallas, I saw a lot of DJ Dallas for that Seattle offense too. Yeah. You know, so it's like when I was watching that game, I was expecting to just see a bunch of Charbonnet, Charbonneau. I wanted to see a bunch of them, even Charby. against a tough matchup. But I, I feel like every time they were, you know, giving it to the running back, it was it was DJ Dallas. And I'm like, what the mm-hmm. hell's going on? So yeah, I, I can get behind that for sure. I like it. Um yeah, I mean Charbonneau, he's made you look smart. I saw your tweet about he's finally getting his opportunity and then the defenses he's going against. So he made you smart last week. He's going to continue to do so. I like that um, for sure. Tough matchup. Uh, so here's someone that could, this could be a, uh, I don't know if there's going to be some conflicting um, thought here, but I, Austin Eckler, like he just doesn't look like the Ooh. same Austin Eckler to me. Um, and you see him at Patriots. You're like, oh, Patriots suck. They're a broken team. Maybe it's a you know get right game for Eckler. I I don't think something's going on there. He doesn't look whether it's age or it's you know miles on that car that we always talk about. Mm-hmm. I don't know what it is, but I don't like what I see from Eckler. And I think that the matchup against the Patriots could sneaky be tough for him. Um, I think he's also a free agent next year as well. So, um, not that the Chargers would ever sabotage his amount of touches or anything late in the season because they would never do such a thing to make sure their player doesn't go off late in the season and have a very good season and drive up his contract value for next year. Mm hmm. <laughs> Cole's conspiracy. <laughs> I like it. I like yeah. it. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Almost too but much. Yeah, sense. you add in the, uh, you add in like how Belichick likes to take away um, a number one threat, which arguably is Keenan Allen, and I'm sure he'll game plan for that. But you, 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 you sense a hole in the offense in Eckler, and you can fill in that hole. He's going to do it. So, um, you know, I, I like I like Eckler to have a tough game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just hasn't looked like himself lately. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right, are we good on red light running backs? Is that everything? That is. Uh, yes, sir. All right, boom. Let's go on to green light running backs. Uh, one I want to mention quickly. He's ranked in the top ten. He's a smash play this week. I love him. It's Rich Head. Wait, Chad. Taking on Carolina Panthers, a uh, great spot for Rashad White. Uh, but he is ranked inside the top 10. He's a smash play. I don't want to talk too much about him. That's an obvious pick. Uh, one I do want to talk about is ranked outside the top 20 going into this week. Uh, and that is someone who just got their spot back. It's Zach Moss. Zach Moss 
going against the Tennessee Titans. Last time he played the Titans, do you guys remember that game? 33 oh. PPR points. Yeah, only 165 yards and two touchdowns. Yeah. Just a just a smash game. Uh, his best game of the season. He gets to play them again for his game back. Titans run defense started good, but uh, you know recently they're middle of the pack. So currently allowing over 100 yards on the ground per game. So I uh, I, I like Zach Moss this week. Yeah, I like it. It's smash, smash. I I kind of like Texan Titans in that game though. Um, we'll talk about that in a matchup episode, I'm sure, but. I, I do like the Titans. Uh, home to, home, Vrabel as a dog has fared well in, in the past. Um, Makes sense. I don't know. I think the Titans can just kind of string together wins here late in the season. They're one of those teams we probably thought was dead, but maybe they're playing possum a little bit. Um, got in last week at home against a Colts team that's not great. We'll see what happens. But yep. I like Moss. I hope he does outstanding. I I, I you know, at the beginning of the season, uh, I liked Moss and I continue to like him. So, mm-hmm. yep. All right, Shane, what do you got? Green light quarter, green light running back. Uh, so I'm on your Richard train. I'm on the Richard chain. I didn't even know he was a consensus top ten. I haven't even looked at that, but that yes, makes yeah, sense. he's inside the top ten. He's not right. ten. I think he's like right around nine or eight. Wow, that's me. Okay, uh, so then my second one is I am going with a duo, and I'm going with Jalen Warren and Najee Harris to both have great games against this Arizona rush no defense way. that just allowed the Rams. <laughs> <laughs> two running backs to have double-digit PPR points. No way, Shannon Mack. I have the exact same duo. Let's go, yes. Me too. Oh. I have as well. That was my second pick. A duo Jalen Warren and Najee. You had, wait, you had the duo? Shakalaka. A double. It's the duo. <laughs> we all three had a duo. Um, yeah, how can you not pick the duo running backs going against oh Arizona Cardinals? Gosh, I love that that just happened. That's an incredible <laughs> moment. That's awesome. Uh, that's outstanding. Yeah, uh, we've already talked about this game. I don't need to add much, but I, I, I originally was like, which one of these backs am I going to mm-hmm. am I going to put down? And I originally like I started writing Najee, and then I was like. No, Warren's like, do he? He's he's a great running back. Like he's gonna, ha- they're gonna involve him, and he's gonna make. He's gonna. He's just known for those burst, those those big plays. It's like those are coming this game. And then I like went went back on Najee, and I'm like, Najee's, he's gonna. Najee's have a good, good game man. Too, and just put put it in from Najee, you know a volume standpoint. Week. He's gonna have a touchdown. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, last week 100 yards on the ground with a touchdown. He's been a top 15 running back in three of the last four weeks. Like mm-hmm. he's been really good lately. So, um, yeah, it's what's there not to like about that Pittsburgh run game right now? As yeah. painful as that is to say about that. Pittsburgh Steelers. I love that. Um, outstanding. My other one is ETN. Um, talked about how are the Bengals a dead team earlier and the Jaguars kind of riding the ship at home on Monday night football. Uh, I think ETN has to be a part of that. He still looks good, but he's gone. He's been a little quiet. Um, I think they know that they're, um, at their best when ETN is running and running well. So, um, you know, this offense has a few weeks here to put things together. Um, 
run away with that division, get Zay Jones back in the offense, which has seemingly opened up Ridley, uh, and then get ETN just um, ready for a potential playoff run. So I like ETN just from like a team philosophy standpoint. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. I got ETN in a lot of leagues, so I'm hoping you're right. Hoping you're yeah. right. ETN uh, will right. be eating. Okay. All right. Let's move on. That was very good. Uh, Shane, you got any other ones? Or are we all set? No, that was it. Okay. Uh, all right. Let's jump over to red light wide receivers. Uh, I got a few this week, and they're all ranked inside the top 24. So they're all ranked as wide receiver twos this week, and I don't like any one of them. Uh, the One of the obvious ones is Cooper Cup. Uh, Cooper Cup uh, ranked 21 going into this week. Going taking on Cleveland defense. We all know about this Cleveland defense is uh, absolutely insane, giving up the fewest fantasy points to wide receivers. Well, Cooper Cup is dealing with a, a pair of ankle injuries, and he's playing through them, both ankles. And uh, I just he's he's just been terrible. Uh, his best finish uh, in the last five games has been wide receiver forty nine. His best finish. Yep. So you just you can't trust Cooper Cup as yep. as, as hard as that is. So he's yeah, my, got, on top got, of my list. I got Pooker Nup as well. Pooker Nup. Okay. All right. Yeah. That's a trifecta. Boom shakalaka. Let's go. Yeah, it, it just makes sense. You know, just makes yeah. a ton of sense. I am, and I am. I'm benching him in the in one league. I have a man like I'm benching him for. I've got Nico Collins in for over him. I've got Michael Pittman in over him, and I'm gonna put. Uh, That's two guarantees. Yeah, and I'm gonna put uh, DK Metcalf over him. So, well, good thing you bring up DK Metcalf because he is another guy on my list. I don't like this week. Uh, ranked as wide receiver twenty-two. Sorry to do that to you, Shane. Nope. Taking on Dallas. We know about this Dallas defense. You talk about them playing at home. They are just completely completely dogs over there and uh dk finished inside the top 15 twice in 10 games eight of those games he's been outside the top 15 uh wide receiver 70 last week dallas ranks second against the pass it's it's no secret this is going to be a tough matchup i don't think geno smith plays a good game and that goes along with uh, dk metcalf I, i'm worried about him this week yeah, the only reason like I didn't put him on there and like I've got him in over cup is like Dallas has does struggle against bigger, more physical wide receivers. So Stephon Gilmore struggles against them. Deron Bland has not had much great success with them when like AJ Brown got him in the first game. Um, you know, I, I think he could get I think I could see him with like a 10, 11 point PPR game. And for me, that's going to be better than what Cup gets. Uh, don't get me wrong. I would definitely play DK over Cup. Yeah. But I just, you know, out of, out of the top 24 wide receivers, DK is definitely on my list of players I don't like this week. Yeah. Coles, what do you got? Drake London. Okay. Who's got any Drake? analysis there? You just don't like him. Oh, the Jets. That's right. At Jets. Ritter yeah. is confirmed not good. Yes. <laughs> he is confirmed terrible yes, yes that is uh that's tough that's a yeah, tough yeah. spot and sure. drake london's like a guy that you look at now you're like you know he's gotten his i, I don't know what he exactly had last week i think he scored or he either scored or had a 100 yard game i know it was respectable game he um, did have a decent game let's see um last week 
he had five for 91, like 14.1 PPR points. You're probably pretty happy about that um, out of him just from the type of year he's having. So, you know, he's a guy you're looking at. Do I start him this week? This would be one that I would not. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he was he was contention for mine, but I already have three receivers on my list, so I didn't want to add any more. <laughs> you don't, you don't want to start – Doing yeah, you know, 10, eight to twelve top top ten wide receivers. I hate them for the week. Yeah. No, I don't. No, Shane, what else you got for us? Uh, so I'm going uh, ties in with my Jordan Love pick, and I'm going Christian Watson. Like, so he's coming off his best game of the year, twenty PPR points. But man, there's just a lot of stuff I don't like about him this week. Um, you know, the Chiefs are really good against the pass. They've allowed like the seventh or eighth fewest fantasy points to receivers. Um, but you know, the other sneaky thing is that people probably aren't going to think about is last week when he had that really good week, you know, that was when they were also without, um, Dontavian Wicks who people don't think that's much of a thing, but he was consistently getting like four or five targets, three or four catches a game. And so now you're looking at, you know, maybe five less targets for Watson in the game. That's not a great matchup to begin with. I like that. Yeah, I, I like that too. Uh, he's like fool's gold right now, where you, you want to play him after a, a, mm-hmm. his best week, and then it's not good. Don't do it. Don't yeah. do it. So yeah, that makes sense. I can't wait till Shane O'Mac green lights Amari Cooper after Joe Flacco gets the starting <laughs> nod. <laughs> That's gonna be soon, huh? I think so. I think, I think, I think so it is soon. I think so too. <laughs> We're gonna see footsteps Flacco back in action. Yep. Crazy, absolutely crazy. All right, Coles, what else you got? Uh, sorry, I think I'm good. I had Pukern up and Drake London. Okay. Uh, my last wide receiver that I don't like this week is the highest ranked uh, between Cup, DK, and this third guy is DeAndre Hopkins. Uh, Hopkins, wide receiver 18, ranked on the week for wow. uh, week 13 uh, versus Indianapolis. Uh, he's finished inside the top 27 once in the last four games, and that was wide receiver 18 in week 11. Uh, you know, Indianapolis is kind of middle of the road, uh, not very good, not very bad. Uh, but I think, you know, if it's not a good matchup, I'm not playing Hopkins, and that's kind of where I'm at with him. I don't think he has topped more than three or four catches in his last, like, since the Atlanta game, like his last five games. I don't think he's even been over three to four catches. No, it's it's been it's been – it's been terrible. Yeah. Terrible. So yeah, he's another player I wanted to highlight because he's ranked way too high. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. crazy. I would have never guessed that was the ranking for him this week. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Did you guys lose me there? No, no. I did. Did you try to say something? Cause I didn't hear anything. My internet like all cut out for a second, but apparently I'm back. You're back. Oh, okay. oh you're good. We're back. I didn't know what we who we were talking about, but um, I was just saying I don't like DeAndre Hopkins. He's my last. That's the last wide receiver I highlight for red light. Oh, so you did had five? No, I had three. Three. Cooper Cup, Four, DK, and uh, huh? Puker Nup, um, DK, London, Cooper Cup. I London, didn't red light London. Puka. I didn't red light London. Yeah. Well, we're doing it now. You have five. I'm not the only weird one that does that. <laughs> All right. Well, let's jump over to a green light. Uh, Coles, why don't you why don't you start us off with uh, Jalen Tolbert? No way. No way. <laughs> I was about to hit the shocker of the week. Right. 
Jalen Tolbert. I, I do love him. Uh, am I starting him? No. Wait, is this a legitimate green light? I love Jalen Tolbert. I've been asked. <laughs> I, I thought you were joking. It's a green light in that. Okay, if this is a real true green light, I am I am bequeathing the Shane O'Mac shocker of the pick this week to Coles. Shane O'Mac <laughs> shocker of the week. Take it away, Coles. Jalen Tolbert. Um, I genuinely <laughs> love Jalen Tolbert. I think he's gotten he's gotten five targets three out of his last four games. Last week he only had two, but he did catch one for 31 yards. I think he's going to have a big touchdown. Um, Dak clearly likes him. Like, he's a reliable receiver. He's To me, he's growing in that offense. His role is going to get better. Um, adding another weapon to the offense is exactly what a team like the Cowboys need to be and are doing right now. Um, you know, they're looking for ways to compete with the two big dogs eagles and and niners and if they can have someone raise rise up in their offense like tolbert he's just he's a reliable receiver that has big playability um so i just think he's going to score a touchdown this week and because of that i have him on my list because you know i'm not going to start him over some of the guys we've talked about or I, you know, I have like, even like a Brandon Cooks, like I have him in the league and I don't think I'm starting Cooks this week, but I wouldn't start Tolbert necessarily over Cooks, but I could expect Cooks like numbers His I think he had four for 72 and a touchdown last week. I could see that being Tolbert, him on the receiving end of that, that week, this week, I've been just waiting to see him score a touchdown and me, my intuition tells me it's this week. Okay, Rodies, if this pick hits, if this Cole <laughs> Shocker pick of the week hits, if he is a top 24 wide receiver at the end of this week, I will be mailing Coles a Dallas Cowboys hat to wear for a future podcast if this pick hits. You can lock this in right now. That is my promise to everyone. I am extremely happy i that i could low-key be a cowboys fan um i you know i i am a texans supporter as of this moment but if i am the whisperer and dak continues to have 400 yard games and and four um you know four touchdowns and tolbert ends up with 100 plus and a touchdown this week sometimes the fantasy gods show you who you're a fan of. And, you know, I was talking to truck truck told me today, he goes, Hey neighbors, uh, I've seen on multiple draft boards that neighbors is going to the Bengals." And I'm like, okay, so how do I not become a Bengals fan? If we they have burrow yeah. chase and neighbors, like, I love it. Know. I love it. Um, so anyways, I, that's Tolbert shocker of the week. Um, I, I like what I see from him. He's a good receiver and you're, we're going to all see that on Thursday night. Yeah. Okay. Shane, what do you got? How do you follow that up? I don't know. I'm that just like leaves me speechless almost. (laughs) I loved your reaction to it. (laughs) Like, wait, Uh, it was laughing and I doubled down and you were like, wait, you're serious? And then it was pure shock. Like the shocker of the week, the the author of the shocker of the weeks just was shocked. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Uh okay, so I am going with uh Calvin Ridley uh, Monday night against the Bengals. And there we there is just sometimes you have to just pay attention to the data and the trend that is presented to you. 
even in fantasy football. And the simple fact is, is when Zay Jones plays for the Jaguars, Calvin Ridley is good for fantasy. There's only been one out of the five games where Jones has played where Ridley has not had 20 or more fantasy points. So, uh, you know, and last week, like he started off that first game, the first half of last week, I think he didn't have a single catch. And then the second half, they moved him around. They put him in the slot and they moved him around. And that's when he exploded. So I think they do more of that um, this week where they move him around, put him in the slot, and he ends up another big game. Yeah, is Zay, is Zay Jones active? Yeah, yeah. Okay, well then Calvin Ridley is going to have a good game, right? Yeah, it's, yeah. It's been the trend. Yep. Um, and uh, I don't think that ends anytime soon. So, yeah, I can't be behind that. Um, one guy I like to highlight um, is Devonta Smith. For the Eagles, uh, I like another another player in this matchup that I'm going to highlight. Um, I like Devonta Smith. Um, the 49ers are a good defense, but surprisingly, they're giving up you know more than uh, a few fantasy points per game to wide receivers. They're in the uh, bottom 12 when it comes to that. So, and uh, Devonta has been hot lately. The last four weeks, uh, he's been doing really good. Uh, 100 yards of back-to-back games. Three of those four weeks, he scored a touchdown and been a top 15 guy. Um, he's been trending in the right direction. Uh, the focus is on AJ Brown because he is the better wide receiver. But uh, when that happens, Devonta comes through, and I, I think this is another game that that happens. They're going to need him if uh, the Eagles want to win this game at home. So I, I think we see a big game from Smith. I hope so. I love that. Yeah. Um, and what is his production correlated with? It's been with Dallas Goddard out. Like there's a direct correlation. Um, yeah, last year as well. Yep. Yeah. Yep. All right. Uh, Coles, what else you got? This is more so. I'm why I would like to speak it into his existence. Manifest. Even your manifest pick of the week. I'm man- manifesting Tolbert for sure. But uh, another one I'm manifesting is Mike Evans. I love Mike Evans. Like I always have. I think he's a uh, first ballot Hall of Famer. I think he's having arguably one of his better years in a year that he's trying to get paid. I I love everything about Evans. He's a true professional. He makes bad quarterbacks look really good. Uh, He's doing that again this season. And um, I think we're going to just see, you know, a a big game out of him against a team, a dead team who's, I mean, if you're the Panthers, you're just, the thing that's so crazy to me is the Panthers are so bad that they, don't lose any benefit from winning games and they still can't win games. Like, it's not like they're one of these tanking teams. <laughs> they're not tanking. They have no incentive to tank uh, and they just can't seem to win. Um, they're just bad. Uh, Evans at home chasing that, you know, thousand game. What is it? Nine, 10 straight at this point, it would be 10, 10 straight thousand yard game. What a achievement. Um, he, I think he, I'm not going to say he breaks it in this game because that would be so bold, but I'm not saying he does not break it in this game. <laughs> At home. Yeah, I like that. You know, 150 yeah. is what he needs. Ooh, yeah, he could do that for sure. Yeah. Yeah, so. they're taking on the Panthers, right? Mm-hmm. You know what? To make this the, the Mike's manifestation of the week, we're going to have to just go bold and say he gets 150 yards, gets his thousandth, tenth, 10th straight thousandth yard game uh, at home against the Panthers. Let's do it at home, Big Mike. 
I love that. I love that. Might be something we do now, Mike's manifestation. Yeah, look, because their next two games are on the road, so they want him to get that at home. That's very true. You know why they want him to get it at home? Because they want him, they want the fans to appreciate him and him have a very sentimental, emotional moment at home in Tampa because I press it at the same time as you, because they want Mike Evans back. They want him to take a team friendly ish type deal, realize that this is home and he doesn't want to play for anyone else. because His legacy means something here in Tampa Bay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. We'll see if he comes back next year. I mean, I think he will, but yeah. Yeah. Well, no, I yeah, can get behind I mean, that. they're at odds right now. So what he yeah. wants currently is not what they're willing to give. So, you know, I like that. That is a good – that was a really good conspiracy. That was. That was. Can you Thanks for looking Mike that Evans? up, Shana Mack. You just yeah. – that, that was huge. Can we play hypothetical? Can you guys imagine Mike Evans on the Chiefs? Ooh, yeah, that would be that nice. That would be nuts. And Hopkins. Absolutely bananas. And Hopkins, too. Let's just play, <laughs> let's play hypothetical. It's and awesome. Julio Jones. Yeah, I love I love hypothetical. I don't know about Julio, but, yeah, yeah I get that. Um, and right. Kyle Pitts. <laughs> yes. Throw them all in there. Give them all to the Chiefs. Let's see what happens. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, my next two wide oh. receivers I want to highlight for green light. It's in the same matchup. It's my sneaky best matchup of the week. Uh, second best game of the week outside of that uh, Philly and uh, San Francisco game. It's the Denver Broncos taking on the Houston Texans. Oh God! I, I thought you were going to love... say the Panthers Bucks was the second best. I was like, no, sneaky no, bet. Like, what, what no, no, the, <laughs> no, the Texans and Broncos sneaky, great game of the week. I cannot wait to watch this game. And the two guys I want to highlight are opposite sides of the ball. I love Tank Dell this week, and I love Cortland Sutton. I have um, Sutton Tank... as well. I love that. Yeah, Sutton. I mean, dude, he snapped. It was such a shame last week. He snapped his five-game touchdown streak. Uh, almost caught a touchdown in the corner. He almost had one. Zone. Yeah, yeah, Ooh. almost had one. And I think he that was his not- fault too. His feet. He got his like feet mixed up. It was a really yeah, weird. Was, yeah, that was, that was his fault. He should have caught that. Which we yeah. haven't seen. We haven't seen much of him this year. Like blunder. Uh, what should be a touchdown. But mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, but Sutton, I, I think he scores another touchdown this week. Uh, he's going to be heavily targeted in this game. And on the other side of the ball, Tank Dell has just been uh, an animal. I, last week was a down week, but still inside the top 24. Uh, five touchdowns in the last four games. Uh, you know, he's been a wide receiver one in three of the last four games, averaging over 10 targets a game. Uh, he's going to be heavily targeted. You see it every week. This guy is so talented. He's able to have the body control to keep his feet in bounds. Um, I know Denver Broncos have been better lately, but I think his talent can overcome that, uh, especially with 10 targets. I think Tank Dell's a lock. Yeah, and I think you'll see Patrick Sertan lock up on Nico. I don't think he's going to be following Tank Dell around. So, Great point. Yep. Great point. So, um, yeah, that's uh, those are my uh, three uh, wide receivers I like this week. So do we have any more? Do we want to move on? Uh, yeah, my second guy is uh, – so I think Michael Pittman's an automatic start no matter what, but I'm going with the other receiver on the Colts, and that's Josh Downs okay. against the Titans. I'm not – focus less on the nine PPR points he had last week and on – I think I talked about on a previous show, but focus on the 13 targets he got in that game last week. And then week five this year when they played, he went for like – I think it was nine catches and 80 or 90 yards – 
Um, he was a top 20 wide receiver in that game. Um, and before last week, uh, the Titans were given up, I think, five or six receiving touchdowns in their previous three games. They didn't obviously facing the Panthers. You take that out of the equation, but it's not a great pass defense they've got there. No, so. not at all. Um, Shane, was this going to be your shocker of the week? Uh, I don't, I don't have a shocker. There's no, oh, okay. no, no, it, there, there potentially was one, but that got quickly erased <laughs> in the middle of this episode. <laughs> there is no shocker pick that could even come close to that. Jalen Tolbert. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Uh, all right. Um, well then, uh, we can move on. Um, Coles, did you have anything there to add or no? No, I had, uh, Sutton was my final green light. Okay. Tol Tolbert shocker of the week, Sutton and, um, why am I blanking on my last one? Can someone help me out? Do you remember? Oh, Evans, of course. Evans, yeah, yeah, yeah. Your your manifestation yeah. of the week. manifestation, yeah. yeah, yeah. I love it. Um, all right, let's jump over to red light tight ends for Shane and I, uh, and I'll go ahead and kick it off. Uh, it's um, he is the tight end eight for week thirteen. Uh, it's Jake Ferguson. After Ooh. his down couple weeks, I'm just not into it. Uh, if I have the ability, I'm sitting him. I just don't like him this week. Seattle is allowing the fifth fewest points to tight ends. And, um, you know, he's finished outside the top 20 in back-to-back -back weeks. I'd just be very worried uh, rolling out with uh, Ferguson as my tight end. Yeah, I like that because as the season goes on, they're getting a little bit more comfortable with their rookie pick up from Michigan, Schoonwalker, and – they're starting to work him in a little bit more. So I think yeah. you start and to Brandon, see little... Brandon Cooks, too, has been active very, very much recently. So, yeah. and J Tolbert, too. And you know, Tolbert, so. yeah. yeah, of course. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, Shane, who do you got for your red light tight end? I am going to tell everyone to sit the guy who was tied in two last week. Oh, my God. Who was God. a Cole Whisperer tied in. And that was, that's Tyler Higby. Okay. So I just think that he's going up two things. He's going up against the Browns, which they allow. It's either the fewest or second fewest points to tight ends this year. I can't remember. Um, but I just have a feeling, A, there's not going to be a ton of scoring opportunities. But if they get down inside the 10, I think they try to work in. It's going to be more Kyron or they try to give Nakua some chances there. I just don't see Higby getting too red zone touchdowns again which is what you kind of bank on for him yeah yeah absolutely um yeah that'll be interesting you know with uh the uh the struggling uh cooper cup and puka um so it, it's that's a tough matchup so i i get that 100 um coles why don't you go ahead and tell us your top 10 tight ends of the week no uh, no i only have five i feel like it's oh. irresponsible to list off 12 um, you don't say I do have five, um, and they're five that may shock you guys a little bit. Whoa. I have hey, Lo hear. Logan Thomas. Okay. That's a bit shocking. Um, Friar Muth. Yep. Not as much shocking. Tyler Conklin. That is shocking. That is shocking. <laughs> Chig Oconquo. Another shocking one. Okay. Oh. And, and Evan Ingram. Um, and then, of you're course, digging, Dalton. You're digging Dalton deep Kincaid. over here. Of course, Dalton Kincaid, even though it's of not course. a buy. But yeah, um, yeah I, I like Chig. Um, he had four catches for 45 yards last week. Like, he's yeah. at least being found by. Uh, uh, by um, Will Levis. So I, I, I just like that 
I can't decide yet if I think it's going to be a high scoring game or it's going to be like a grinded out on the ground game. But regardless, Levis has shown that he can make certain throws. You know, he he's not. I think we're. I think what we saw, what we started to see, is why he was a second rounder. There's a lot of holes in his game, but he is a gunslinger. He does, you know, he throw does throw the ball and can make good throws. Um, so there's a lot of work for him to put it all together. But point being, you know, he's someone that um, if, if this is one of those Ray Bull classic tight and grinded out home home dog wins, it's going to be Henry again on the ground. Um, playing smash mouth football and then that open up some passes. I could see Jig scoring here, uh, having, you know, classic 560 for a touchdown tight end game that we all look for. Um, something like that where you'd be very happy with. Um, so I love that. That's, uh, I'd say Jig is my most like shocking but confident pick. Um, cause you never, you heard how much I didn't like him to start the season and he's been oh, quiet. Yeah. Um, but do you remember, uh, uh, do you remember the old Chigosium on Chigosium on Oh yeah. We, we pulled that out for our best ball drafts when we didn't want people to draft people we were looking at. It was just Chigosium on Yeah. <laughs> Trying yeah. to get people not, um, that was silly. So I love it. Fun. Thompson, Muth, Conklin, Chig, Evan Ingram. Um, that's, that's what I got. Yeah. Call calls deep, call deep cuts over there for your green light tight ends. I like it. Yeah, it um, all right, Shane, who do you have for your green light tight end of the week? I really had, I was down. I, there was two guys I was trying to decide between. Um, so I've ended up going with the guy who only had one catch last week. And that is Dalton Schultz. I just feel this is, that is an outlier I don't know what happened in that game that he only had one catch. <laughs> Real, I, I really don't. But this is like the Broncos are the worst team um, giving up fantasy points to tight ends. I think this is a bounce back week. Um, but this is kind of like my green light 1A pick. And I don't know. Maybe you guys can help me decide. One of those New Orleans Saints tight ends, Taysom Juwan. or Juwan, is going to have a good week. With Juwan with the lack of receiving options they're going to have in this game. Yeah, I, I we both said it. I, I think it will be Juwan. Um, but, yeah, some somebody's got to step up for that Saints team. Um, yeah. And yeah. it's probably going to be Juwan. So. Um, but, yeah, I have Schultz on my list as well. It, is my is green light. Juwan. To make sure you call him Juwan, not Juwan. <laughs> okay. All right. All right. Moving on. Um, yes. Dalton Schultz is my tight end of the week this week, taking on Denver. Uh, you talked about a terrible game last week, but prior to that, uh, three games he's finished inside the top 10, including a number one tight end finish in week nine. Um, and, uh, you know, last week we saw that Denver team taking on uh, Cleveland and Joku was the leading receiver for Cleveland. Um, and then in week 10, Kincaid had a tight end four finish. So like they're giving up a lot of points at tight ends. And uh, I think Schultz bounces back this week. Uh, big bounce back week for Schultz. Gosh, that was so close to being another trifecta, but not. Shame. Shame. Could have ended it on a trifecta. That would have been nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah but we had a lot. We had this is by far yeah. our most trifecta. So I'm glad we didn't yeah. have one in every fucking category. Yeah, um, fair enough. Most shockingly, tight ends, because I have quite a few every week. Quite a few, quite a few. Yeah, you do. Um, yeah, well, you're, the, let, you're the Oprah of tight ends. You get a tight end. You get a tight end. You get a tight end. 
Love it. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, that I, that was an awesome episode. Week 13. Um, I think we're done, right? Yeah. yeah so uh, this is a huge week. Um, this is, you know, second to last week, maybe last week of the regular season in some leagues. Um, so um, this is the time where you probably know if you're a playoff team or not. Um, I, I don't know what else to say, really. It's like um, I am starting to stash defenses. I wish we talked about that in this episode, but we'll do that. Let's do that for matchups. Come, well, I guess it'll be too late. Um, tw- Twitter, come go to Twitter. Um, truck, you try to do some as well. I know Shano Max awesome on Twitter. I'm trying to get better. I'm really not that good. I'm better at like commenting on people's than actually producing content. <laughs> but let's let's each put out a couple, maybe three uh, defenses look to stream this week. Um, I think you could probably. Yeah, I don't want to just fire them off right now. I probably could have just picked a couple out, but I want to actually look into this and and um, three defenses that you would look towards in the next couple weeks as having good matchups. Yep. Yeah. Um, okay. So, you know, let's. Let, 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 I think that would be very beneficial for the roadies, and that you know pushes people to our Twitter. I I, I think it's a good. Um, important thing that i'm starting to do is some of these guys where you know we're through the bye weeks especially after this week there's going to be some roster spots opening so um maybe maybe we don't do that on twitter let's talk about it on waivers or something early next week because thir- week 13 bye will 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 put some uh give us some space on our benches you know what i mean um and yeah. that can be filled with an, an additional defense. So yeah, let's do that for like a maybe waiver of next week. Uh, who can we add? What defenses can we add on our bench? Uh, it's it's four thirty. I'm talking too long. <laughs> it's all right. Well, we appreciate everybody watching and listening. Uh, you guys are the best. Make sure you go to rule1proteins.com. Enter promo code Roadies40 at checkout to get forty percent off. That's rule1proteins.com. Uh, go check them out. You won't be disappointed. And uh, other than that, tune in uh, later on in the week. We'll be doing a lot more stuff. So uh, follow us on Twitter, all of our tags here. Other than that, everybody buckle up. Sunday morning stream? Yes. Yeah. Starts at 10 a.m. Yep. East or 10 a.m. time. 10 a.m. We might even have a brick showing. No <laughs> way. Uh, probably not, but I can oh, try, try to convince don't tease, him. Don't tease the brick mm. appearance. I can try to convince him. Okay, he'll be he'll do. be in Austin. Okay. Uh, I think we're going live for tomorrow, Coles, or no? Sure. Yeah, I'm here. Okay. Thursday. What's, What's the, the Thursday game? Do you guys know? It's the Jalen Tolbert game. Oh, of course. Ah! <laughs> we're going live, baby. We'll be live for that Cowboys game Thursday night. Tune in at uh, the uh, at youtube.com slash fantasy roadshow. You guys are the best. Everybody buckle up.